this is part two of episode 97. In this part, we're going to continue talking a little bit about what's been going on with Halloween, and we're going to talk about news and what's happening well, in the world, and we're going to talk about the year 1997, and we're going to talk about um, entertainment, what's going on with uh, Marvel and Disney and some of that stuff. So you mentioned that when you went out to Brawley Woods, it was a lovely day. So I want to 17 talk, degrees we were in line. I want to talk about this weather a little bit. So you know what I find weird? While some media outlets are saying that October has the warmest days in October in years... It just depends on where you are. October 26th saw snow in Montana, while 14 degrees Celsius here in Ontario, Canada. Alberta also has snow. So before climate alarmists think, oh my God, it's warmer than it's ever been, cool your jets, pal. It's also cooler than it's ever been in the, like for instance, when you were talking about Calgary, Calgary's having all, uh, record lows, like yeah. minus 35 in October. They, they don't get this cold this early ever. Yeah. And we're 17 degrees on a, on a, on a every, almost every night. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's, not, it's different so where you, wherever you are. The first week of October, it was 27 degrees. The humidity brought it up to 30, but the actual temperature was 27 degrees, taking away the feels like BS. Yes. And back in 2001, the beginning of October saw 27 degrees. Maybe Maybe without that humidex, but regardless, it's being looked at as the hottest day. Moral of the story is weather changes, not because of man-made pollution, because Mother Nature's a bitch who says, y'all, I'm just fucking with you. It's true, man. And, and that's the one thing I love. The climate change argument is such a silly one because they decide. I, I, I love to see Al Gore get destroyed. It's my favorite thing. And it's 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 it used to be, I think, back in the Inconvenient Truth days, it was difficult, right, to find footage of climate activists having their asses handed to them verbally for their fucking pure stupidity. Oh, sh no, first half, we're, we don't want to do it a first half hour of the second no, half, right? No. Their fucking stupidity is just next level. Because they'll say things like, in the last 20,000 or however many years, you know, the temperatures have been going up, and they're like, yeah, but if you go back an extra thousand years, like not many, so if you're talking about like 3,000 years, if you just add 500 more years, it immediately changes the equation. Because, yes, since the last 3,000 years, it has been increasingly getting warmer. But then you look at that 500 before, and it was like an exponent. It was way hotter. It was way hotter because it was melting the fucking ice age down still. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know the, I don't want to pretend that I'm a, I don't know what this would be. Climate scientist? Or geologist, you know, or somebody that's smart enough to know the exact years, how many BC years, how many AD years that these things all occurred but like when you when you talk to the professionals or when you see these videos where they're like oh it's getting hotter and they're like but what about this and then they show it's not getting hotter that it's actually cooling off even though to us in this small pathetic hundred years we've been keeping that's my favorite part too is we haven't the almanac and keeping track of temperature in the history of humanity when did that start 1860 70s roughly eight that's when they started keeping uh, quality records regular records in all the places, England, they even didn't even have records of this shit from now, back in the day. In the we, don't know, we don't know how cold it was in the 11th century in England. No one wrote that down. In the very early episodes of uh, the Shaw Pod, I did talk about uh, how they were changing the data. Like, yeah. Like, it was like, okay, well, this read as this before, and then somebody else was in charge of it, and suddenly that is gone, and now it's this. Yeah, that, yeah. which is, it's like... The whole fake news thing, you know, it's like, okay, well, what do I believe? It's part of the reason why every time there's a news story that me and Mark will cover that's a real story, like um, submarine bullshit, a Titanic submarine, there's Uf UFOs are real, you know. All uh, it's UAPs now, Alex, they're called UAPs. All right, okay? us, all right, they, them, <laughs> it. 
whatever you want, whatever you want to be it to be called. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like there was a time, and that's why me and Mark uh, we report these things, and then we immediately say, "So what's this distracting us from?" Because honest to God, it feels like nothing that comes out news wise, including climate stuff, is 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 um not conveniently placed when it gets released. You know what I mean? Okay, so uh, which one of Biden's kids is doing a narcotic this week that we talk about climate change is the big deal? You know, what did which one of Trump's lawyers is being indicted this week that they don't want us to pay attention that climate's a big deal? You know, uh, which member of British Parliament got caught molesting little boys and is on the Epstein list this this week? Oh, nope, climate, big climate news, big climate news. You know, increase in temperature. Uh, monkeys are burning up into the atmosphere. Just come bucks, spontaneously combusting in Northern Africa. Africa due, due to climate change because white man's driving around with a gas-powered car. God damn it. You know what I mean? It's fun. It's fun to play that game. So anyway, sorry. I don't mean to go too conspiracy deep with y'all here, but that's what we do on the shop yeah. sometimes. So Pierre Polyev tried to push through a bill that bans vaccine mandates and allows people to make their own choices for what they put in now, their body. Now, you, you sent me this info earlier this week. I want you to be specific with these numbers because these numbers are fucking important. So when you're reading these numbers out, say them slow so that the people oh, in the back not, can hear it. I, uh, so I, I just have information here uh, based on... Uh, the video I sent of Pierre Polyev. So a, bo- a bodily autonomous bill uh, was was put forth to Parliament, and you know who crushed it? The NDP and Liberal Coalition. Trudeau called Pierre a tinfoil hat wearer, claiming this bill creates division, and says that 80% of Canadians agreed to get that vaccine. Excuse me, hold up. Yeah. 80% agreed to? That's the number that you got me with. And he didn't even say 80. He said 90. I Because in the video, he says 90, but the actual number is 80. So already, there's, you know, a 10% uh, argument. So yeah. And those are 10% of the population of this whole fucking country. That's 3.5 million people. Yeah, That's not but, a small but regardless... Number. Uh, they agreed to or were coerced right. to. It's, it's also the way he words it, right? Yeah. 80% of people got it because you were told you couldn't work or feed your children yeah. if you didn't get it. You know, they were literally told if you don't get it, you can't go into businesses or you can't work. Our pro- Ontario provincial government did not force mandates. Doesn't mean cities run by liberal representatives didn't enforce mandates. I'll tell you right fucking now. Let's get local. Let's talk about our own experiences. I couldn't go. I paid uh, fuck, almost two grand a month for a shop at Bloor and Simcoe. A lot of people who live in Oshawa, I rented the shop that was right by the car wash. And the police, the Durham Regional Police, would sit in the fucking parking lot when I showed up in March 22nd, March 26th of 2020 and say, You can't be here. And I'd be like, But that's, I have a key. That's my shop. That's where I go to do business. And they're like, You're not allowed. The car wash had the same experience. They weren't allowed to be open for about two weeks. Now, the car wash was then, they opened up, they can, car wash, they can recover, right? They got an owner, they got employees. I'm an independent guy. I was, I was already behind on the, on the rent for the March. Not, well, not already, but I meant like March made me behind because they told me I wasn't allowed to be there. So by the time April hit, everybody was scared. Now all my customers, the people that would bring their car to me, they're not going to bring their car to me. They think I, everyone's got a disease, right? Mm-hmm. And, that's, and then I go to apply for curb, denied. Yeah. Immediately denied. The worst part of that entire argument is Trudeau denies forcing Canadians. This dumb motherfucker is literally on video saying if you don't get vaccinated, there will be consequences. So schools have taken Halloween out of it as a thing of equity for other students. Okay, what? Got a question for you. Do immigrants that partake in Ramadan still do Ramadan? 
Do Jewish people that celebrate 18 days of Hanukkah and Ash still, Wednesday and all that still partake in Hanukkah? Do yeah. do Asians still partake in Chinese New Year? Does literally every single holiday to every other culture that comes into this country still happen? Who was whining about Halloween in the schools? Was it the fucking Arabs? Was it them whining about it? Because no, they no, like they love no. to whine about our white people shit and say they don't want it around. No, no, it's it's literally just our government bowing to other. Co- oh, it's cultures. our government yeah. making us hate them because yeah. that's the problem. That's part of the divide. Is where you know it's easy to take people that were born here and set them against. Grr, I don't like the immigrants when you know since thousands and thousands and thousands of them have been arriving and buying up the real estate and driving up the cost of housing. Yeah. it's destroying the country. It's easy for us to hate them for, but it's not really their fault. They're just going to a new opportunity. They're just going, well, I've got money. And if you're Chinese, what can't you do if you're Chinese? You can't invest any money. You're not allowed. I think you sent me this information. Or was it was someone else that told me that you can't invest more than $10,000. You can't. If you are a Chinese citizen and you have $100,000 in the bank, okay, and you go to the bank and say, I would like $40,000, they give you ten. That's your. That is the civilian limit. On cash, on hand. That's communism. Just for those of you out there that are embracing communism and think it's a great idea, that's a rule in China. That's a real fact. You so if you wanted to buy an eleven thousand dollar boat, you'd have to wait. I think a year. I think it's ten grand a year. Don't hold me to that, but okay. I believe it's yearly. So, but you can buy three hundred thousand dollars worth of real estate in Canada as a Chinese citizen, and there's no limits on that. Yeah, that's why they're doing it. So not only is their country encouraging them by communistically saying you can't have cash but you can buy this over there which is furing lead a horse to water the motherfuckers go drink right who yep. wouldn't so how can, I can't get mad at them as much as I am and it is ruining the country they put you in this position where it's like well who's who's who wins right they come over here and they lose because the, the country's getting shittier and they're now moving into a, basically a third world place you can't afford groceries but they don't even know that it's still better than where they're coming from. And we're losing because of the saturation of our housing market and the saturation of our people, to be honest. Yeah. Like, I, I'm taught anybody that was born here, black, brown, white, Chinese, if you were born here and you speak our language as, as well as yours, like you're one of us, you're one of the, the ones that are, that it, you're a Canadian, you know? And, it, and the, these last, anybody that here that's not, or doesn't have an a, a official citizenship, they're kind of in the way of, 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 of the crime rates going down. They're in the way. I don't know. You, people can say, well, that can't be true, but the crime rate in Oshawa, since it's been completely bombarded with, with Indian students, we didn't have shootings in bars 10 years ago. I, that was unheard of 10 years ago. There's been one a year now for four or five years. Maybe, I think there was two last year, like people dying in it. So you can't deny the statistics of the crime and the human trafficking. Since, since that, the, the immigra- immigration has happened and the populations have started to exponentially grow, you can't, can't argue with that either. Yeah. I mean, that's the Durham region, was there a human trafficking division when we were kids? Did you ever see the, the, the human trafficking car driving down the road? No. No, but there's a whole fucking group of them now dedicated to that. That is their sole purpose. Yeah. That's, that never, why is my town a human trafficking hotspot? What the fuck happened? So does literally every single holiday to every other culture that comes into this country still happen? Yes. Now, are they in schools? Yes. My oldest had a civics class where he had to learn what Kwanzaa was and Cinco de Mayo. And it, he had a unit on learning all of these other things. If you take Halloween out of schools, is anybody learning about it? No. Yeah, and we did the same thing. Did you have to learn about that stuff? I did. I remember learning about all that stuff. I mean, it was kind of new in the 90s, but I remember, you know, the whole equal, you know, oh, we can't hate. Everything's the same, guys. You can't make fun of the Jewish kids because they don't do Christmas or whatever. Like, they were teaching us to include everybody and respect these traditions, no matter, you know, even if they weren't yours when yeah. we were kids, too. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with teaching children respect? 
So if you take Christmas out of schools, is anyone learning about that? No. Now, there's an old, old expression, you don't let the tail wag the dog, the dog wags the tail. If immigrants are coming into our culture, I think it should be more of a welcome to Canada where we have Thanksgiving and Halloween in October and Christmas in December. Yeah, so if your kid identifies as a lizard, we can change the whole fucking g- g- genetic you know, system for that kid so that they believe they're a lizard. But that kid's not allowed to dress up like one for once a year and, and give out candy with his friends. Right. Anyone that uses the excuse of Jesus' birthday in December slash Christian holiday and they're not Christian really needs to look up the religious traditions that Christmas came from. So, like... We talked about this before, uh, you know, from paganism to uh, to a Turkish saint. It ain't Christian. Yeah, there's nothing about Santa Claus and reindeer and and te- teddy teddy bears. None of that's Christian. None of that has anything to do with religion. It's just a it's just a Western society thing. Yeah, it's just what people that were born here. Celebrate. So should all this be excluded from schools? No, because as much as we are a multicultural society, our society includes these holidays, and we don't let the tail wag the dog here. As in, we don't bow to, to immigrants to change our entire culture to suit theirs when they're just... And it's funny because all these people come from si- countries that do that, that have been overthrown or have had a leadership change a, 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 of some severity, fascism, communism, these types of things, right? And then they come here and, and they, they want to do the same shit and, they're gonna, and they'll be surprised when Canada is a pisshole that no one can afford to live in. It's fucking maddening to watch. Otherwise, we would be practicing Sharia law and slaughtering motherfuckers. <laughs> Which is what all the Arabs in the Kingston Penitentiary want. That's why they're in there. Because they can't wrap their heads around the fact that our society doesn't work like that. Yeah. That's why they take up so much space in our penal system. This, I mean, you, if you want to get mad, listen to me going, oh, Alex is yelling about Arabs again. Buddy, I got lots of Arab friends. I, I have no problem with that religion. But they take up more than 80% of the penal system in this country. That's a fact. That's a number. You can get mad if you want. Look it up. Look it the fuck up. That's a problem. Maybe we should be better about screening what Arabs come here if most of them are in jail. There's a fucking idea. I mean, back in the day, people used to use this type of racism against black people. All oh, the blacks, the prison system is full of blacks. That was always propaganda to fuck with us. The police just had more of a never a problem in Canada. Let's just ignore that that bullshit because it was just stuff that they stopped. All the Rodney King shit and the all that shit in the '80s with the LAPD is the reason we think and feel that way, but it's not true. And I've said this before: that the blacks and the whites in Canada need to come together. The people that were born here, no matter where you're from, but mostly blacks and whites, Trinidadians and Jamaican and all that stuff and get together with the people that were that with your english and your irish and your scottish buddies and we need to come together and fight back against this giant group of arabs and chinese and all these other cultures coming here and fucking our schools up and trying to take christmas and halloween out of the fucking schools for for our our children our black and white kids that want to dress up like batman and get candy but if we don't do something in 10 years they won't even know what that means they won't understand the concept of dressing up like batman and getting candy that's not a world i want to be in mark it's not a world i want to live in Sorry, I know I got ranty cut you off, but all I, good. this it's is all good. killing me. So, I mean, I'm a, you got kids? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you a little more here. So, oh no! <laughs> so it's a good thing this is the second half. Yeah. <laughs> the second half's where it heats up. So, so we talked a while ago about uh, a possible scenario of like, well, maybe uh, Trudeau is being told by higher ups that, oh, yeah. that, uh, that you know, like. We'll let one person go if you do this or do this or do this or do this. And that was just that was just a theory. But then the news came out that, I mean, Sophie Trudeau has been dating other people. She's been dating a head surgeon of an Ottawa hospital, yeah. specifically. Yeah. And, and uh, since before they released that they were broken up. Yeah. So, like, before the news came that they were broken up, we already knew that they were 
essentially broken up. Well, we were, everyone was asking the question, where's his wife? She's nowhere to be found for a while. That where's the, the wife? Where's the re- wedding ring? Yeah, the ring was a big one. Yeah, yeah good call. I forgot about the ring. And, uh, and so this news breaks. And we're trying not to laugh at this man's pain. Like, yeah. at the, as much as we hate Justin, like, he's still a human being, right? We're trying. But this is where it gets hard. And then and then the news comes out of uh, Sophie dating somebody else. And then Alex is like, okay, so it wasn't a let my wife go scenario. So he's literally just fucking with us. <laughs> but then I did a double take and thought, maybe he's being such a good boy. He's like, let the wife go. Like, she's, I've, I'm not wearing my ring. We're not together. Let her go. Like, let, let, don't quit using her against me. And maybe that's what this is. Maybe maybe he's been such a guy. They're like, oh, yeah, Justin, you got 80% of the people in your country to pump that poison we sent you. Good boy. That's a good boy. That's a good boy, Justin. What else did you do? <gasps> did you shut down the trucker convoy? Is everybody really scared to stand up for their rights now? Good boy. Here's another treat. Come, come, come. And Justin's just like, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe that's it. And maybe this is, he's been good. He's doing everything he's supposed to fucking do. Maybe this so, is so his, his reward is that his wife gets to go and bang the surgeon general I w- I was of think, Ottawa. I was thinking, so then maybe it would be more of a case of uh, Sophie saying like, okay, you're just being their lapdog. I'm out of here. You're not standing up to... Maybe. And then this is how she gets out. Or no, maybe this is all part of it. Maybe he's like, maybe he knows that surgeon guy. And he's like, you got to get her out of here. How do We don't know, man. Like this deep shit. And I mean, I mean, shows evidence against everything I'm saying. But like... I'm just I'm as as we've done on the show many times. I cannot. I have a hard time believing another person that pumps blood in their in their veins like me and breathes the air I breathe and eats you know Tim Hortons coffee, drinks Tim Hortons coffee like I do. Like another human being in this country could be this evil that could yeah. squeeze us. Did you see the guy uh, in the House of Commons, the liberal that said Canada's doing just fine? Do you see this? Yeah. Yeah. Th- I'm not going to get into detail, but we talk about how watching the House of Commons channel used to be the most boring channel, and now it's crazy. It's like. He's like, yeah, we're tired of 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 you of of all your theories and lies, Pierre. Canada's doing just fine, and then Pierre just stands up with this shit-eating grin on his face, like, "Are we? Tell that to the." And he starts listing all the homeless and how many more yeah. people are in the lineups for for food and all these things, the mortgages, blah blah blah. blah. He goes on and on and on, like it, it's it's literally like talking to a wall. You yeah. cannot get through, and that's why I believe that there's got to be just a level of evil that we can't comprehend. So we heard Christia Freeland say that interest throughout the summer was going to drop down to 2%. Uh, interest currently is holding steady at 5%. Yeah, which uh, is double what They said. say that uh, it may drop down to 3% eventually. But not by the end of 2023. But yeah, not by the They've end. They've already written this, which yeah. means if your mortgage renews in January, which anybody... That has a mortgage. Well, I guess it's not January. It's like Feb- late February, March that they renew because of the fiscal year. Um, uh, if your mortgage is twenty, let's call it twenty one hundred. Twenty one hundred dollars probably a pretty normal mortgage right now. I think a lot of people would pay that. That's not including your insurance, your mortgage insurance, and that's not including your property taxes, which also are going up. We've talked about that on a separate show, but yeah. that's a that's a face fucking for another day. Um, twenty one hundred will become just under three grand. You 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 will almost double your mortgage. You'll probably be looking 29, 50, 28, something like that, depending on your amortization and all that. But basic interest rates are going to make it like that. Yeah. And uh, let's not talk about cars. Let's not talk about what it's going to cost <laughs> you to go to Toyota and be like, I'd like a new Camry if that's what they're doing to your house. You yeah. don't even want to fucking know what the APRs are going up to. <laughs> Used car APR is like 30% now. Yeah. Used car APR. New car APR is up to like 2.5%. 
Yeah. That's fucking insane, Mark. Well, remember back in the day, like not even that long ago, like 0.5% APR financing on the new F-150. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those commercials are going to be in the archives, like the fucking stay alert, stay safe. Yeah. They're going to be like classics soon. So uh, I know you're not a huge UFC guy, but I am a huge UFC Mark fan. Is massive. I watch. I will UFC. let you go off. Let's do a rant on it. Who's fighting? What's going on in so, the UFC? So I follow specific fighters, and it's a mess. Cards keep falling through, whether through injuries or steroid usage. Conor McGregor was supposed to fight Michael Chandler as per the UFC show, The Ultimate Fighter Finale. However, Conor tested positive for steroids, probably multiple. Uh, because uh, one, because the guy right now is massive, and two, because when he almost broke his foot off, the steroids he needed foot to off help in your ass. recover. Furthermore, they just ended their deal with USADA, that's the United States Anti-Doping Agency. They said they'll do their own in-house uh, steroid testing, probably as a way around USADA to make Connor's fight happen. And even worse, Bud Light announced sponsorship of UFC in a $100 million deal. Dana White says their views align once again. First off, $100 million, very low for the UFC. Very low. So that's uh, so that must mean that there's a very good view alignment uh, between the two. But the boycotts of Bud Light is still on, and a lot of viewers of UFC are what you would call based or red-pilled, like Donald Trump showed up to watch fights and the crowd cheered the loudest fans, uh, the loudest uh, Dana White has ever heard. So is this Bud Light deal going to hurt UFC? If they try to sponsor fighters, they may lose other sponsors for having their logo next to another. Dude, that's crazy that there's that they're hurting this. Like, it's it's feels like yesterday to me, like this whole Bud Light thing. Like, even I'm kind of like over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but people aren't over it. Yeah. <laughs> so UFC fighters are very vocal to what they believe. Hell, Israel Adesanya will spit on and stomp on the monster logo in the octagon because of the theory it's the mark of the beast on the can. And Bro! He's, and he's religious. I fucking love that. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Fuck you, corporate America. That's a, I'm sorry. Energy drink companies are evil. They're like cigarette. They're, they are. They're the cigarette companies of the modern age. If, yeah. you're, if you believe otherwise, every, you know what I, my favorite thing? Um, quick, sorry, quick, quick, quick side note. Why is every Alcoholics Anonymous or every Narcotics Anonymous guy have eight monsters or eight Red Bull a day? What is that? Every if you were, if you were ever a fucking if you ever pulled a basketball diaries and sucked a cock for a shot of heroin, you know what I mean? Are you ever basically what I'm saying? If your life was bad, drugs were ever a bad part of your life. Why are these guys eating drinking 25 energy drinks? I guess in their head they're like, I used to do a gram of cocaine a day, so it's not a big deal. It's like, yeah, but bro. You stopped doing a gram of cocaine a day, and you started doing three grams a day by drinking monster a case of monsters. No better for you. Yeah. It's horrible for you. And these companies, they're like cigarette companies. Like it's, it, I guarantee, fucking, you mark my fucking words. If the world doesn't end before this becomes archival. In 2040, people are going to be laughing about how Monster and Red Bull used to put ads on TV. They're going to be like the same. You're going to buy a Monster, it's going to have half the cans going to have a picture of a guy who died of a heart attack. The Surgeon the, General's Surgeon warning. General fucking warning at the bottom will be like, Monster Energy Drink. You know, I, I swear to God, it's going to be just like a pack of cigarettes. But it's They're the new smokes, man, and you guys don't see it. You guys don't see it because... It, it, you can't. It says right on the cans not to mix them with anything else. And you're, and you, you think there's, other, <laughs> there's no other chemicals in your body, kids. Anyways, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let that rant go. But yeah, yeah. it's fucked up. So our fighter is gonna be okay. I love Do that she hates monster. I'm with her. 
Uh, it's it's a guy named Israel. Adesanya. Oh, so I thought it was the guy. No. I have a clip I wanted to play hey. UFC related. Okay. Um, so are fighters going to be okay? Do they bow down and take it, or do they care? If they do care and they're vocally against Bud Light, will they be in trouble with the organization? I don't know. Okay, that's tough. I'm sure. Did you see the thing I posted? I'll just. Happening with our Australian women's soccer team at the moment. Is it frustrating for you as someone who's so prominent in your sport? And we heard you say on the Ellen Show the other day you are the richest fighter in UFC, that that sort of thing is still going on. I think that how much you get paid should have something to do with how much money you bring in. I'm the highest paid fighter, not because Dana Lorenzo wanted to do something nice to the ladies. <laughs> they do it because I bring in the highest numbers. Okay, So, I just so that was Ronda Rousey when she was talking about uh, her... Can I just praise her? That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for being a woman that said, no, I'm a good at what I'm better than men at what I do. And that's why I get paid more. Not because for any other reason. And no woman should be making more than a man if she can't do a better job. That's what she basically said. I'm like, fuck, give me them titties. Let me suck on one of those titties (laughs) because you deserve it. You deserve all the things. What can I do for you? What can I do to make your life better? Can I rub your feet? You know, like this bitch is fucking, I'm with it. Thank you. And you're right. UFC people, they're some of the only celebrities on planet Earth that will will say, I fucking don't like this or I fucking don't like that. You got that girl talking about the fuck monster. Like, good for her. Again, a guy named Israel Adesanya. Sorry, Sorry, my bad. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I love the attitude. They're still allowed to be human beings with thoughts and feelings. They're not supposed to be these fucking drywall, no, I love gender affirmation, I believe everyone yeah, should be no. treated equal, bah, yeah. bah, bah, everybody should be fine. They don't, have, they don't take social media classes. The, like Gina Carano talking about being brought in the room and they're like, okay, here's what... They, they, they literally, these Disney and bigger sporting companies like the WWE, they're all fucking left-wing straight cut. We better not piss anybody off. You yeah. know, they're very much like that now. And like it used to not used to be able to have thoughts and feelings, and you can't now. You have to be a, a piece of drywall that just says whatever's on the card. I love that UFC's not doing that. Good for that group. I I hope it continues. Yeah. I hope they still let their fighters have freedom, and they don't let corporate sponsorship and other shit get in the way of of them being people because they are. They're still. Well, people. I mean, we're, we'll we'll see what happens with Bud Light. We will keep us. We need. We will keep you updated on Shawpod yeah. on how that uh, progresses, and I believe that the way that that evolves is going to have a lot of an impact on the way the rest of the yeah the world is basically affected by this stuff. So watching Tim Pool and he's going over a tweet uh, who says, sorry kids, no refunds. Now this young gay man made a video saying, don't draft me. If you do, I'll be hitting the hills. Now believe me, uh, he says, believe me, you don't want me. Go after the pro-Second Amendment conservatives that know what they're doing. Here's the thing. These pro-Second Amendment conservatives are anti-war. They voted for a guy who didn't start a war, and Democrats voted for somebody who did. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yo, take the take the conservative guys. What? Take the people that were the only thing between us and World War? You fucked up the political system, voted for a retard that loves war, but now you don't want to go? Hmm. Yeah. Maybe you should have thought about that before you fucking let a rigged election fall through. There's yeah, a fucking idea. Exactly. So you want to fact check me on the war thing. Go down the chain of what happened with Zelensky when he wanted peace talks. You'll find out Boris Johnson stopped them by way of Joe Biden. You don't have to, go to do that, Mark. All you need to do is look at the way Trump dealt with that Iran uh, fucking drone shit. Yeah. That was textbook art of war. Don't poke the bear. 
Yeah. And, and then you got fucking Biden giving $28, $32 billion to Iraq and pulling out of Afghanistan. Yeah. And then even now with Israel and Palestine, the U.S. funded both fucking sides. Hamas launched a terrorist attack killing innocents, and Israel struck back slaughtering innocents. Bro, they, we got to talk a little bit more about that later, but our, Jesus, the, 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 the pro-Palestine is insane right now. Yeah. You fucking... And they're all like, oh my God, these poor children. I love the pictures of like the kids covered in soot and the kids holding like a fucking phone. It's off. It's a setup. Like it's... They're set up pictures. Like it's mm -hmm. it's propaganda war. The real war was the shaky handy cams at that music festival showing people raping women with their blood pouring down their fucking pants while they're trying to run away from the festival. That's the footage we saw after, after Israel was attacked. After the Palestine attack, HD pictures. You notice that? HD pictures, yeah. Mark. HD. Everything's clear as a bell. Everything's centered, right? Nothing's out of focus, right? And, then, and people are like, oh my God, they're so cruel. They're killing innocents. It's like, are you stupid? Do you not see the difference between the fucking kid that's got a Motorola flip phone going, oh my God, they're raping and killing everybody. That's real footage. Not this fucking bullshit 4K photos of the war. Are you kidding, guys? Open your eyes. Sorry, I'm done. And rant. Yeah. <clears throat> so, fuck you if you say you're not getting drafted. Well, guess what? Rec recruitment numbers in the U.S. are really, really low because of the military's new woke policies and non-acceptance of conservatives when Biden got into office. You can fight the war yourself and you'll lose. So they'll push for war and economic ruin, but will run away from the damage that they did to their own country. Oh my God. It's, it's almost funny to sit back and watch. Like, the, just play yeah. I told you so as a right as, I don't know. I guess we're right wingers, but I, I don't consider myself a right winger. Yeah. But they do. Yeah. So it's fun to stand here on my right wing hill and go, ha, I told you so. Yeah. So yeah, fuck that. You don't get to do that. It's like Trudeau. Trudeau has been laundering money in Ukraine, making us look worse in the eyes of Russia. And as long as people keep voting for that, war will come to our doorstep. I won't fight for Trudeau. I stated this before. I'd rather rot in jail. So say a draft does come, all you liberal doorknobs better be ready. I'll tell you right now, if they did drafts in Canada, us trucker convoy people, and I say that with quotes because we're still out here. We just don't want to protest because we're scared. Okay? You Yeah, Where's the building that you sign up for? Like those buildings won't be standing. That's how it'll. I swear to God. I swear to God. If you fucking tried that shit in Canada these days with this government, because you people, have, you know, you got to remember the last time there was a conscripted draft was 40, uh, 40 Jesus Christ, thirty nine or forty. It might have been. It might have even been later than that. Like Canada was one of the last ones to say you got to go. And we had yeah. we had uh, Japanese prison camps in Saskatchewan and Alberta, and you can read about those. Like we were fucking, we were in it. We were in it. We were scared about the Japanese invading our own home. That's another thing. That's another thing that's crazy to think about. That at the same time that they were conscripting people, they were taking. If you were Japanese, they just put you in a fucking prison camp. So this is my point. And here's my point: as a country, if you're not willing to do A, can't do B. You can't tell everybody that they got to go down and, and you have to go to war if you don't take all the people who are in this country, like the fucking 10 million Arabs in the goddamn penal system, not 10 million, but you know, and fucking lock them all up and put them someplace where they can't cause any trouble. I'm, so, I'm sorry, that's, that's what you do. You don't get to do one and not the other. You know what I'm saying? You don't get to go to homes and say, you're not safe. You're going to war until you make it safe here first, motherfucker. Yeah. That's the point. And that's why the soldiers did it. They're like, bro, all the Japanese on my street are in a fucking holding cell right now. Okay, I'll go to war. Clearly shit's going down. But we're not going to do the first part, right? We're just going to send us all away and then leave these fucking psychopaths that we've let come in here that are protesting on the 407 with their Hamas flags and their Palestine flags. We're going to leave them here while we all get on a plane to go fight a war over there? How's that 
going to go. There's a reason you fortify the home before you send the boys overseas. People forget this shit, man. Read The Art of War. There's like th that's people. That's the biggest thing people forget. They're like, oh my god, conscription. But conscription cannot happen without a police state at home. Yeah, and that can get out of hand. That could be racist. That could be a very bad thing. I'm not promoting that. I'm not saying I want that. I'm saying that's what's. You can't conscript people until you start doing that. And you think justice is going to do that? You think justice is going to be like, all right, uh, anybody that moved here in the last two years from this country or that country has to uh, uh, go down to this building, and we need to know where you are and what you're no, doing. No, 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 he's never no, going to do that. No, Trudeau wouldn't do that. He would. He would uh, enforce a conscription, force people to leave their homes unprotected. But new immigrants wouldn't be on that list. If you're a new immigrant, you're not a citizen. You I know. Don't, you don't get exactly. Sent. You don't so get you sent. would. So you, you wouldn't stay home and collect our so tax So you wouldn't dollars. have a fortified home. You would. It would be. A, it would be. Yeah. No, I'm actually fucking like ner even just talking about this is freaking me out. Uh, hopefully, it never gets to this yeah. because we would be. That's how you over that, my friends. If for those who are wondering, if you're wondering, like, how does uh, Afghanistan change regimes every ten years? Why was the Russia, the USSR, and then the Soviet Union, and now Russia? How does that happen? Are you? How does that happen, Mark? This is how you <laughs> fucking idiots. You send everybody that, 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 that's ready, willing, and can fight somewhere else. Well, all these people, evil people that want to destroy our Western values, are already here, and they're protected under their refugee and immigrant status, so they don't have to go fight. That's how you do it, guys. That's how you do it. Like why we saw, we actually talked about this uh, on the podcast. We talked about when uh, when. China had all these uh, drills running around Taiwan. Yes. The the PLA yep. started uh, ascending yep. hills in China. It, it, it's and it's happened. That's how Ukraine got into all the trouble they're in in the first place with Russia. You know what I mean? Like if you're wondering how regime change, why a country like Kosovo, you know, and disappeared. Kos the city of Kosovo doesn't fucking exist. You know what I mean? How did that happen? How does the whole city disappear? Well, this is how. This is how, this is how you do it. It's, it ha doesn't happen because a bunch of people attack from outside. It, it implodes from within. And the, and, and the Jews and, and, and the people in, of Israel that, that have been attacked are trying to keep that from happening in their country. That's why they're just blowing the Gaza Strip to shit. Because it's like, that's the only option other than letting them implode from the inside. Because they are, they're, they're murdering our children at music festivals. They're like, okay, either we do something or we've lost. Yeah. Right. So that's anyways, for those listening that are like, like, how does how does Canada turn into to the Ukraine or how does Canada turn into Iraq or Iran or a place that it literally regime changes on a decadely basis? That's how that's how it happens is what Justin and Biden are doing right fucking now. Yeah. We're going to get a little happier right now. Oh, yeah. Let's change the topic. OK, here. so we're going to go to a year in history. Can we just quickly talk about MCU and Disney? I guess really quickly. Okay, I just heard some cool shit. Okay. Daredevil is done being filmed with Charlie Cox, and they scrapped it. I talked about that on last episode. Oh, did you? Yeah. I said they were almost done filming, and they scrapped all of they it. They threw the whole thing out, and I was yeah. like... I was reading an article. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I, I don't remember this. <laughs> See, we have so much. I was probably too busy beating my head off the table over some 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 Ukraine or some Biden thing. Because sometimes we it goes in other news to the Daredevil, blah, blah, blah. and I'm over here on the other side of the table, just still seeping hate from the last topic. Like ah, these motherfucking idiots in Parliament. Yeah. You know. So I'm sorry. I probably I might have missed that. But yeah, yeah, that's a that kind of uh, uh, killed me a little bit considering. 
I'm really digging Loki. How are, have you seen uh, four fourth episode? Have you seen all four episodes? No, not yet. Uh, but how many I've are only you? I've only seen one and two. I'm okay. waiting for Ethan to come back to see three and four. Three, like I said, it's fucking. Bleh. It's just like a. Film. So even but you, four is good. Even you said uh, you said number two wasn't. Uh, Was oh, no, 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 no. Okay, I have seen. Uh, three. Because I saw West. two and three. The old West, right? They go to the, they go back to the eighteen sixties, the eighteen whatevers, and they're yeah, all yeah, yeah. And they don't yeah. use and any of their magic, and I'm like, why? You but like every other scene from season one, they go to these different times and stuff, and they can use their yeah. Loki powers, and no one cares. Now they're like, oh, don't do that. We don't want anybody to be suspicious. <laughs> but uh, but you're finding out that the main enemy now is the clock. Well, yeah, and but it's it's not. It, it changes. They'll fuck with you in episode yeah. four, but either they'll fuck with you hard. But either way, my point is is that like. I guess the reason they don't want to do that is because of all the timelines are construed. They don't want to like add. They don't want to do something crazy with their magic and it go even get even worse. I think it's the loom, the mach- the loom machine that's yeah. supposed to take all the timelines and make it one is overloaded, right? So I don't want to make it any worse. I guess that's a good explanation, but it's executed poorly. I got you have to fill that blank in yourself, and I don't want to fill that in my, myself. That's why the MCU is <laughs> failing because of that type of silly like, oh, they'll figure it out. Like, come on, guys. But it is. I will admit, of uh, c- compared to Secret Invasion, compared to Miss Marvel, compared to She Hulk, compared, compared, compared. It's fucking world's better. World's yeah. better. Um, I'm curious. Where do they go from here? Like, what's the point of Loki season two? Is it going to set us up for our big Avengers? F- I guess it's five Avengers five. I don't know. Uh, I I really don't think that they have the roster. The roster for the new Avengers. They keep saying that they've been talking about uh, Captain Marvel and Spider Man leading. Uh, and I mean, think if Tom got to bang uh, Brie Larson, eh? Him and Captain Marvel, yeah. MJ and him have a, are not working out, and but, uh, he ends up with her. That'd be pretty sick. But cosmic I, I pussy. Mean, Chadwick gotta, Chadwick Boseman was also supposed to be right. one of the leads they for fought, it, and that would have been huge. That yeah. So even if they have Shuri, it's not gonna. It's sure. I mean, I love Shuri as the new Black Panther. She but doesn't draw like it's he not did. the same impact. Nope. And I know that the Marvels will be. Oh, so you're saying that they'll bring in Brie Larson's Miss Marvel, but they'll kind of get. Not, not Miss Marvel, sorry, um, Captain Marvel, but they'll kind of drop Miss Marvel and that other person that they're going to be. In no, the they, they they wouldn't be leaders of it. No, but they would be just kind of side characters, mm-hmm. right? Kind of like you know, yeah. Doctor Strange wasn't one of the main guys in Avengers until Infinity War. Okay, um, because it's just yeah, it's looking a little brutal that roster. Like, cause I'm I'm, I'm thinking about stuff. Is um, who is Bruce Banner again? What's his name? The actor. Mark Ruffalo. Is Ruffalo signed on for more movies, or is he part of the Downey yeah, Jr. and those guys? Is he fucking off? No, he's still signed he's on. He's still good? Uh, there was recently an annou- announcement that uh, Thor 5 has been written, but there's n- currently no directors, and Taika Waititi's out of the picture, so that's Why good. is with T? Oh, T.D. doesn't want to do it, eh? He's Star Wars now. He's, d- he's balls well, deep in Star yeah. Wars. Well, I, I mean, he like, that. he had success with uh, Ragnarok, but... Love and Thunder was a fail. So was that his? Yeah. With TD, yeah, but with TD, I think honestly, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think that's sorry. Um, t- t- he is a him and Rick Fukuyama. How uh, fucking say their names? They're um, they go where they get creative freedom. They're that you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So wherever they go, where they're like, do what you want. And that right now, that's Star Wars. Right now, they're getting that from Favreau. And well, Favreau. I mean, he had that for Love and Thunder, and the amount of criticism he got for Love and Thunder. They shot on him for. I, I didn't know that that was all him though. He didn't get a script and just have to make it work. No, was, that was that was him. That was his script. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe I don't want him on 
on the number <laughs> four. I'm just not. Maybe he's just worn out. You know. I, it'll be great because Chris Hemsworth said he's tired of being the butt end of a joke. So maybe a little bit more of a. I will admit, I like Chris. Anybody that's seen Extraction or Extraction Two, Chris can act. Chris is not, and I say this a lot on the show. We don't like pretty people that are there because they're pretty. I don't like. I was talking about her earlier, Cameron Diaz. I do not fucking like a lot of girl actors. I'll shit on all of them. I'll fuck give me give me a list. I'll start shitting on every blonde. Well, he dumped on their chests. <laughs> I'll dump all over all their chests. Margot Robbie is uh is is one of the few pretty girls that can act. I like her, but like um, what's that? Um, uh, the girl from Last of Us. Like no, no, you you're horrible. You're just there for whatever politics. Um, there's a there's a, the the list goes on. So, yeah, man, they got to fucking, they got to, they got to get their shit together over there. Okay. So what did you have to talk about in terms of the Acolyte in Star Wars? Okay. Yeah. The Acolyte, apparently it's on the, it's now on the canceled list too. Okay. okay, And here's why. Have you seen the South Park episode that dropped? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen it. I got to go home and tour. I mean, I have to go home and legally purchase (laughs) Paramount Plus and watch it. (laughs) Okay. Because I, I do have. Amazon and then I, but it's not included in my Amazon. I have to purchase the yeah. Paramount Plus package, yeah. right? Cuz that's going to happen. So, I'm going to go home and do that. Um, but I caught clips. I've seen probably 4 or 5 minutes of clips and they they there's this whole scene where he's like I had this dream that Kathleen Kennedy just kept ruining everything and Bob Iger was like, "Mustaches, mustaches, mustaches." <laughs> right? And she's just like, "No, everybody's gay, everybody's black." <laughs> It was just so fucking funny, and I was like, and yeah. So apparently that that dropped, and they're literally like Disney's like we're gonna leave. We have to if if we're getting shit on by South Park, and it's like got that many views, and people are loving it. Like we have to back off. I now there's word that they're backing off because they aren't going to announce the release of Kathleen from her contract. Yeah, if it bombs. She go right. Uh-huh. Well, apparently Indiana Jones. Well, let's should we make a list? Indiana Jones um, was huge. Fucking yeah. Little Mermaid, and it just the list goes on. The Snow White. Yeah, how's Snow White gonna do with that fucking girl talking the shit she talked? It was it was delayed another year. Uh, they released uh, the picture with the dwarves that like are all around her, and people are like, "How are they dwarves if they're?" taller than her like what the fuck is this so dumb dude so much affirmative action bullshit so much it's just retarded like it's just like get the fuck you you like i i don't need to say anything just watch the clip with bob i my stocks oh no it's a perfect bit and it's not only a bit about the stock options but it's a bit about like like why are you doing it well i'm just gonna drive this motherfucker into the ground you know what i mean it's 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 so yeah um they had negotiations with Keanu Reeves to try and get a Darth Revan thing going and do some reshoots and bring his character into the Acolyte to build kind of like the Mortis gods showing up at the end of Ahsoka. They could have cut that scene and then the show would have had a whole different feel, right? They cut Ray's scene on the on the, the father statue. That leads you to go, okay, what's going on? Maybe you go watch the Clone Wars, you learn about Mortis gods, now you're interested in what they do with the story. They were going to do that with Revan and have Keanu come in like as a force ghost type of thing and kind of help this this girl who wants to join the dark side. You know what I mean? Because apparently the story of the Acolyte is, you know, the Jedi come, they find a force-sensitive kid and they take it and they say, well, if you take this kid, our village is being bombarded with people. They're killing us. And the Jedi are like, we'll come back and we'll, we'll help you with that. We'll, we'll come back and keep them from destroying you. They never come back. Yeah. So the, the force-sensitive kid's 
sister gets left behind and watches her village get slaughtered. And when she gets all mad and goes, ah, and fucking kills some people, then she, she what? I sent you a uh, full computer animated movie from the game uh, New Republic. It was New Republic DLC. Yeah, and it's the same story. Yeah. It's the okay. same story. They're just going to take the Stormbringer to live action, which is okay. great. It's a great idea. It's a good yeah. story. Yeah. That's one thing that they should do more of in Star Wars is take things like Starkiller and the Force Unleashed and, 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 um, uh, Rogue Squadron, beautiful game. You know, take these games and take some of the stories and incorporate that. You saw they were talking about Operation Cinder in Mandalorian. Bill Burr's character goes and he's talking to the guys like, you know, talking about Operation Cinder and he gets all emotional and shoots the guy. Like, that was a video game thing. That was from uh, The Force Unleashed. No, it wasn't. I can't remember. It was from some fucking bit game, right? The game guys were like, ah! And then the stormtrooper that had the fire that tried to kill Baby Yoda that was all red. Like, that's all video games references. Death Troopers. That's from Fallen Order. Death Troopers didn't exist in live action until Fallen Order. Yeah. Like, I, that, that's what we want. Feed us, bro. And that's what we want. And that's, 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 they're going to have to learn that. Anyways, let's enough. But either all way, right. things are not going well. They're losing a lot of money. And how, all the things we love are being canceled. That's all, all right. I have to say. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's go back in time to a year when things ninety-seven. So the first thing we like to do when we talk about the year, uh, we need we need um, year music. We know yeah. what I mean, you know, like uh, or maybe even, we should even, get, even like the Back to the Future. Bring, bring, bring. I was gonna think of like the dream when you're like, oh, let's think back to a simpler time, like the harp sound. <laughs> you know what I mean, kind of thing. Nineteen ninety-seven, seven, 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 seven. <laughs> So tell us about, let's talk about news and important events that happened that year. All right. So uh, January 9th, Frank Sinatra suffers a heart attack. Oh, that sucks. Um, this was the beginning of actually the late 90s is when a lot of people started dying. For me, it was uh, 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 Biggie getting killed. I don't know. Yeah. That's on the, when did that happen? Later, later in the year? Earlier in the year? It should be later. Uh, January 15th, Diana, Princess of I Wales. I was going to say, Prince Diana, that's the hang big on, year. Hang on, yep. But first, she calls for an international ban on landmines, which angers ministers in the UK. Now, anybody who wants to follow the Princess Diana, this is uh, a very similar to the Kennedy rabbit hole. I recommend you just go online and search who killed Princess Diana and just start watching some videos. Y'all, I'm going to fuck. It's, it's once again, it was the 90s, so it was around the time people were like, wait a minute. You know, why did this car have eight bullets in it and there's only one shooter? You know, why? why, why? I, I, people start asking serious questions because now there was CCTV everywhere. Yeah. So Diana dying and it was was like this one of the last big celebrities or people to be assassinated. I think where they, they were like, OK, we can get away with this without trying. Yeah. You know what I mean? A personal question for you. Do you think Biggie and Tupac were killed by um, actual beef with Puffy and all that bullshit? Or do you believe it was the government? trying to silence the raps because it was as popular as it's ever been. They're talking about, you know, fuck the government. You know, I came from nothing. I could sell drugs if I have to. I'm never leaving the street or I'm never leaving the hood uh, no matter how much money I make. You know, they were pushing a whole mentality and lifestyle of free thinking and opposing police and not being held down and, 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 and taking everyone from other blacks to white kids because now it was big enough that the white kids were listening to it. Yeah. And it was, it was becoming a thing. Was the government involved? No, I, I still think it was a side versus side war. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, February 13th, Michael Jackson Jr., the first son of Michael Jackson, is born in Beverly Hills. Who is he? Was he still with um, Elvis's daughter at that point? Lisa, Lisa Marie. Marie's. Yeah. Is she dead now, eh? And Lisa Marie passed away recently? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah that's a couple years ago. Yeah. Fuck it. Just nuts. Everyone would talk about we're talking about 90s news stories is dead. <laughs> I'm just sorry. It's, pretty, <laughs> yeah. it's creeping me out. It's like, does anybody that's in this uh, that we're about to talk about still around? <laughs> March 4th, Bill Clinton 
bans federally funded human cloning research. The first camera phone was released in 1997 with fully functioning Wi-Fi. Yeah. March 10th, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, starring Sarah Michelle Gellar, premieres on WB. Based on, apparently, a movie. And yeah. I didn't know this. And I before, but okay, was it not a comic series? Was that not its principal IP debut? I believe so, yes. Was that not a Dark Horse IP? I don't know. I thought it was a Dark Horse IP. Dark, underrated company, Dark Horse. They did some cool stuff. They spawn. Yeah. They were the spawn guys, I think. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, March 11th, Paul McCartney, or someone resembling that and going by the name Paul McCartney of the Beatles, is knighted by Queen Elizabeth II. He's from here on known as Sir, Sir Paul, <laughs> Paul <laughs> right? McCartney. Oh man, I want, I would, l- I can't wait to read when that happened to Anthony Hopkins because. That's <laughs> uh, April fifth, my boy, the Crocodile Hunter, starring Steve no. Irwin. Debuts. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I love that. Uh, April eighth, Microsoft releases Internet Explorer four beta, probably because the other one was probably still loading when they when they dropped that. Also in April, um, Ellen DeGeneres came out as gay. It was a big deal at the time. Not a lot of people care now, but in 97, it was kind of like a big deal. And it started an onslaught. People like George Michael and several others that we kind of thought might have liked the dick, but we weren't sure, started coming out as well. So as mu- I mean, as much as I'm kind of poking fun, it was kind of a nice... I remember this being 10 years old. Like I went to school and my buddy Jesse got called a faggot every day because he was like legitimately... You could tell he was our age, but there was, yeah. the signs were there. You know what I mean? And I fought. I, sl- I knocked every motherfucker that, that threw that word around out. I, I got suspended a lot for defending my... my, my my gay friends because uh, I didn't care. I was like, I don't give a shit. Jesse, my boy. We go fucking, we kill Pokemon together all the time. Yeah. He ain't sucking my dick. I don't care. That was even as a young boy with parents who didn't like gays, who didn't really tell me that I should be hanging out with people that were the same color as me or that said, said I should be hanging out with people the same color as me. You know what I mean, my parents were a little homophobic, a little racist, like almost people that were born and raised in the 60s were. They're, they've grown way past that now. But at this time, if you were a parent, those values were still there. It was us. It was us that was starting to realize, no, man, I don't care if my buddy's gay. That doesn't fucking mean anything to me. You know what I mean? It was us that was like, no, my buddy's black. My parents aren't going to tell me who I can hang out with. Like, it was it was kind of in- nice, I think. It was a nice time because we're the generation that fucking really brought equality to, so we've, to the mainstream. We've talked about Malcolm X, how he essentially held uh, conservative views in the sense of saying that the most dangerous person was, uh, was a white Democrat. Pretending, pretending to uh, be sympathetic or empathetic to black people. Yeah, yeah. Right? And since then, we've seen uh, an extension of Malcolm X's family be on the news, kind of opposing Malcolm X's views. But May 30th, 1997, Betty Shabazz, Malcolm X's widow, is set on fire by their 12-year-old grandson. She died on 23rd June, 97, from her injuries. Jesus. Man. Yeah, sometimes reading this stuff, it's it's like, yeah, they weren't, they have never been trying. You know what I mean? Like, we say they're not trying now when they're like, yeah, we, we, we cooked Maui. Can you give us a bunch of money so we can buy real estate? And you're like, what? Why is n- nothing blue on fire? Like, they're not even trying. They weren't trying then either. Yeah. They weren't fucking, they've never fucking been trying. Like yeah, I, I when I really when we that's why I love doing these retrospectives sometimes because it really make it opens your eyes a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
What else is cool and interesting from that year? Can I understand? Uh, June 12th, Batman and Robin, starring George Clooney and Chris O'Donnell. We'll get into the Los, movies in a Los Angeles. Second. We'll get into well, the movies. Yeah, but Otherwise, uh, I would have talked about like 10 movies already. Yeah, well, I'm just going off the, the list. So it was a big release. And Ooh, it, this I mean, big. it was well known for bat nipples, in which case... I was upset because Alicia Silverstone's bat costume didn't have nipples. Bullshit. And I mean, right? dude, Alicia Silverstone and um, uh, the Aerosmith guy's daughter are in that. Uh, Liv Tyler. Are in that yeah. aer- they're in that video, the Aerosmith yeah. video together. I could watch that video and repeat yeah. on mute <laughs> and, and finish every time. Um, <coughs> Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone is published. Uh, the first Harry Potter book ever written and made gets published uh on june 26th of 97 and it eventually sold 120 million copies all by itself yeah anything else uh august 13th south park's first episode is oh fuck yeah 97 was a big year for tv shows i believe oh fucking uh what's his name Seth MacFarlane uh, drew his first Family Guy picture. He drew like Peter for the first time. He didn't. Nothing got put out till '99. But this was the year that he began his because he, he drew the pilot with his own fucking hands and did all the voices with his yeah. own fucking mouth. It was all Seth. He was at Brown, I think, at this point, and he started the process of creating Family Guy this year. So oh. big, big year for t- television. Okay. Uh, so. Oh, also, the United Kingdom gave Hong Kong back to China this year. This was a yeah. big deal. Yeah. Not a lot of people realize that. The Brits took Hong Kong and it was run by British monarchy in a democratic way, and they gave it back to China. And that's part. Anybody who has a Chinese friend, like my bass player in Adam and Evil, was born and raised in Hong Kong in 1989. So by 97, was like at the minute this happened, gone. They got the fuck out. They moved to Canada. They came here the minute that the British, because British wouldn't let you immigrate. They were like, "Fucking stay here." That's why we're trying to make it cool for you. Yeah. As soon as the Chinese took over, they opened back up that. They're 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 like, because well, you weren't allowed to have little girls. If you had a little girl, they were like, you, you're not allowed to keep that. <laughs> Basically, so a lot of people left. August 29th, Netflix is founded by Mark Randolph oh, and no. Reese Hastings in California. It started out as an online DVD rental service. That is fucking cool. I did not realize that. Jesus Christ, that's that, that's that's really neat. Some of the, I didn't know Netflix was that old. I mean, it didn't become a big deal until a few years later. But yeah. yeah, little did we know in 1997 a company started that would change. I mean, it. I still, if I close my eyes right now, I can smell Blockbuster on a Friday night. I can smell it. <laughs> I can feel the movies. I can feel the plastic on the boxes. I can feel the card. I pull it out of my wall. I can feel the weird sinewy plastic of the card. You know, and yeah. I can I can taste the late fees. <laughs> you know anyways august 31st uh diana is killed so in january she's talking about you know outlying you know landmines landmines and 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 basically just you know putting uh stipulations on certain countries in the world you know what i mean to try and make us all a little bit better and by the end of the year bitch is dead yeah and that's what happens when you try to make the world better kids <laughs> she was 36 oh my god she was the same year i was she's as old as i am Jesus, motherfucking <laughs> Christ! She was the same age I am. That's I now thinking back as a ten-year-old kid and saw seeing Diana getting killed, and now I'm the same age she was when she died. That's fucked up to think about that, bro. She looked old as fuck to me back then. <laughs> yeah, now yeah. I'm her age. This is bullshit. <laughs> what happened in September? September, Google.com is registered as a domain name. Are you kidding? That's actually a big deal. Um, the Olympics happened in Athens, Greece. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. Athens is selected for the 04 Olympic Games. They didn't do it. They just uh, picked it. Sorry, that's not very important. Uh, Mother Teresa died in September. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Oh, they did a West. They did her funeral in Westminster Abbey. Yeah. She ruled over in her grave when they did that. Uh, Princess Diana. Yeah, Princess Diana. Yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. Yeah. What did I say? 
No, well, right before that, you'd said. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Mother Teresa. Yeah, Mother yeah, Teresa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, don't want to mix those up. Um, Google, that's a big one. Oh, Steve Jobs is named interim CEO of Apple. That's kind of cool. Oh, here's a good one. Ted Turner, the founder of CNN, gives a billion dollars to the United Nations, beginning what will eventually become the most corrupt relationship in the entire history <laughs> of corporate American media. Uh, Anything else? October, Microsoft argues that it should be free from government. Yeah, yeah, that was a big fucking deal. I remember this, some of this shit. People don't understand, man. California ends affirmative action, <laughs> right? I told you, if it starts, if, it, if it's going to happen... You look at Cali. Catalytic converters started in California. Electric car uh, mandates started in California. That's how we know they're coming, kids. Yep. That's how we know they're coming. They do everything first. Um, Shania, t- uh, we'll get into music, but Shania put out a big record. Massive record. Yeah. I think that's about it. Tomorrow, that's about it. Oh my God! So many movies. Hotmail is bought by Microsoft for four hundred million dollars, and it's relaunches MSN Hotmail. Oh right, I, I still. What's your Hotmail? We talked about that last time. Yeah, I, I know. actually had to bleep it out. Oh right, right. Yeah. Well, uh, nobody's gonna. Nobody's gonna. You don't know. Bombard us. Ghetto schwa metal hit at hotmail.com. Send me all your nudies. I don't give a fuck. It's not a matter of that. They're going to take your email address and sign it up for every junk thing. They can if they want because I don't go in it and I don't even remember the password. (laughs) At this point, I don't don't even care. I use my different. Oh, this was also the year of the Heaven's Gate mass suicide. Oh, yeah. uh, Near San Diego. Yeah. 39 bodies were discovered. Fuck, man. Like. If you're going to go big, that's how you do it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, if you're going to do a mass suicide, you may as well fucking do it. Okay, we're going to talk about some albums that came out in 1997. And uh, we're going to start off with OK Computer by Radio. Oh, no. OK Computer was nice. a really, 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 really big one. What was the... I mixed the singles up with these guys just because... Like, this one didn't have Don't Leave Me High, Don't Leave Me Dry, which is a great single. But this had another... This had Paranoid Android on it, I believe. It had Karma Police. Ah, that's a hell of a song right there. Yeah, paranoid. This enjoy. is yeah. what you'll get <laughs> when you fuck with us. That whole for a minute there. I love that that bit, man. I love singing that live. Uh, Barbie Girl by Aqua. I'm a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Yeah. That came out, which, of course, is still to this day being used to be, you know, was for anything bar was it not in the barbie movie at all did they not use that i i don't no, not really well every I, any clips from the movie i saw had that song subbed over it dubbed yeah. over it pretty good uh wu-tang forever oh hell yeah um i was talking about the verve the bittersweet symphony was a huge song yeah. funny funny fact they don't make a cent every time you hear that song every time you purchase that record yeah. blah, 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 they don't make any money because the rolling stones sued them for that beat saying it was similar to something they did and i've heard the two songs and i'm like that's retarded to me. It's <laughs> stupid, but they lost yeah. because they weren't the big band with the big corporate money. And they every time you hear that song on the radio now, the Rolling Stones get money and the Verve doesn't. And that's why <laughs> they broke up after that. Yeah. What's next? Life After Death, the Notorious B.I.G. Which was posthumously released, um, which was weird. It was it, He had a release date already and was murdered just before it released. So it wasn't like they released it after on purpose. And all they did was just change the name to Life After Death? I don't think they changed it. That was the name of it. That was the name, that was the name of the record. So, so it, he was just fortune telling him. Literally, his own it's fucking dude. It's creepy. It's creepy. Yeah. What about his first record? Was called Ready to Die. Oh yeah. Like 
do like it's first the debut record from like ninety four was Ready to Die. Super Duper Fly by Missy Elliott. Or how about just how about just Fly by Sugar Ray? I just wanna fly. I'm trying to fly, 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 oh, so high. I fly, 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 I up so high. Put your arms around me, baby. Deftones around the fur. Now I was obsessed with uh, around the fur and White Pony. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, White Pony. A lot of people were. I can't say that Deftones ever got me. But like I'm a biscuit fan and a corn fan, and I know that it's that same vibe. It's that yeah. same really passionate feeling about that kind of new metal, uh, semi charm kind of life. You know, I still <laughs> jam that song. It still gets played live. It's on the radio every fucking day, and the drums. That intro fill. Like it was so good. Like, I love that song. Love it. Dude Ranch by Blink. What was your favorite song on Dude Ranch? Pathetic. Oh yeah. Can't I will. For me, it was Josie. Oh, jo- okay. Josie is a great song, and I I might have to say that's my favorite because I still play it. I still <laughs> sing it. I, every girl that I've that I've that I'm with, when they're like, "Will you?" You know, and I'm strumming away, and they're like, "Will you play me something? Something for me?" I'm yeah. like, "Okay." And I start out because the beginning of the song is B major, F sharp, and then E minor. So it's like you can pick those. Do 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 do. It's very pretty. Yeah. But the song is, yeah, my girl. Do 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 do. But it's but it's very. But if you play it slow, it's pretty. And you can just do. Take me on when I'm too drunk to drive. And they're just like, for fuck's sake, that's not what I meant. I was hoping for nothing else matters. Like, bitch, you don't get nothing else matters. You get Josie. Um, I would have to. Also say, um, there's a song on there called Waggy, which not you might not know, but it's like it's never over till it's done, and I don't think that you're the one, and it's, that's the main chorus of it. Um, Watching your house slip away in my rearview mirror as I drive away. What something about all the things I wish that were different because of things I didn't say? Like just these really, yeah. really clever lyrics about leaving something behind. It's it it's I I love that song. So yeah, I would argue that's the most important record that came out that year for me. Okay, all right. It really oh, top thumping by Chumbawamba. <laughs> I get knocked down, but I get up again. And you never gonna keep me down. Everybody knows that yeah. shit, right? I so uh, Nimrod by Green Day also came out this year. And we've talked all week. Yeah. Every time we get into fucking or all month about every time we talk about Green Day and they drop a record, we're like, well, what was on this one? It was so good. This was the one with Time of Your Life. This yeah. was their big, big, big. And what was the other big one from there? Is it too big? With Time of Your Life was there probably another one of their massive hits. And I think the other one, Hitchin' a Ride. Hitchin' a Ride, I think was the other one. That's the one. Doom. Is that the? Uh, Hitchin' a Ride. Hitchin' a Ride. Yeah, yeah. That was the one there too. That's that's some good stuff. Um, I'll be missing you by Diddy, of course, because of Tupac being dead. That came out. What else you got? Um, uh, we have got. Well, Spice World. Yeah. Okay. And the movie came out too, didn't it? This yeah. year, the movie and this and the the record was that not stop no, right? No, no. The the movie came out ninety six. We oh about that it came last out last year. Jesus. Okay. Okay. So they put this out. It was delayed then. So that was the stop right now. Thank you very much. Yeah, because it was the single uh, "Wannabe" that came out, and then the movie right, came right, out. Right. Like, right. I mean, right. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. It was definitely the Spice Girls took over, man. Like they were everywhere. You couldn't get away from that. Big Willie style. Yeah. The, <laughs> 
We we could, I don't we all know I don't I'm not a big fan of Will after all the shit he's done, but man, he had good yeah. tunes. I cannot deny that he had good tunes. Uh and and I actually love this Busta album, When Disaster Strikes, Busta Rhymes. He was getting uh, starting to come into his own at that point. Uh, song two by Blur. You know, Woohoo! Everybody knows that song, and that's uh no. like I said, the songs that came out that year you hear on the radio now. All yeah. the time. Semi-Charm Kind of Life, Song 2, everything I'm listening is like big. Like they're still uh, really, 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 really important. Um, so, uh, oh, Mariah Carey put out Honey that year. I could just watch that video. Every we're day. going to uh, a, a couple TV series, so we do have to speed this up a little bit. Uh, so TV series, we already mentioned Buffy. We already mentioned South Park. King of the Hill. Was big, very big. Of course, anybody who doesn't know it, when Mike Judge, who did Beavis and Butthead, made that and did a bunch of voices. And, the, and there was this uh, tiny project that came out called Pokemon. Never po- heard of it. Pokemon. Something. The Pocket Monsters, I believe po- it was called here, buddy. Po- po- Pokey. <laughs> Either way, po- they. Hey. It was. I don't think it came out here though, right? No, no, it did because it yeah. came out in Japan in '96. They had green and red, and yeah. then here it was red and blue. So they released Red and Blue that year, and it fucking took over. The anime had already been on. The anime started the year before by Four Kids, which is the same guys who made Sonic X and a bunch of other great shows that we all love. So Ally McBeal also came out this year, and this was mainly known from the advertisements of a dancing baby to the ooga, 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 chaka, ooga. <laughs> and, uh, and I've made many jokes about a Kalista Flockhart diet. Uh, Just Shoot Me also came out this year. Dharma and Greg. Oh, I, I remember when that came out, and it was such a big deal because it was like a, a TV show with a gay character in yeah. it, and it was a big deal. I just people don't understand. Like it was, everyone was talking about. It. Have you seen? Like there was half the people were like, "Oh, it's a great show," and the other half the people were like, "I'm not watching that fucking garbage. Why is that shit on my TV?" Right? It was. I, I noticed this this divide. It started then. You know what I mean? And it was always like, you know, the baby boomers. The boomers were fucking losing it when that Who show was came. gay and Dharma and Greg? Are you thinking of Will and Grace? I'm thinking of Will and Grace. <laughs> you got me. I mix all this shit. I'm sorry. I'm, I mixed that up. Okay. Uh, and That's the- actually funny you got that on air, though. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Spawn, the animated cartoon there. Also the movie. Yeah. The real movie with John Leguizamo and Buddy came out. That yeah. was really, really good. Um, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies was a big movie for me because I was just getting into James Bond and Pierce was our, you know, our version of him. Yeah. Our, uh, Lost World, Jurassic Park, which I believe was the second one. Uh, TV shows still got Breaker High, which was like the breakout of Fuck. Ryan Gosling. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, Tyler Labine, who's who's just hilarious. Uh, Power Rangers put out the Turbo or Power Rangers where they were all in like cars. Like they all had supercars. Yeah. So they put out Turbo, a Power Rangers movie that year. Bro, I probably wore that VHS out too. Like I <laughs> the Ooze movie was good, but this one was good because the original Jason and Kimberly, they got captured. So the new Rangers had to go save them with Tommy leading them. It was fucking dope. <laughs> uh this was also the year when uh when garbage first started to air and by that I mean the view. Oh, I thought you meant the band. <laughs> no, no, no. Men in Black came out that year, the original one with Will Smith and uh John Travolta. Or not John Travolta, sorry, Tommy Lee Jones. It was really, really good. Yeah, Hercules was our our Disney movie for that year, which I would consider timeless, and I really, 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 really like. Uh, in November, Titanic released, and that oh was shit! And people didn't realize how many they were going to basically double the stocks in the VHS industry when they put that out on, on <laughs> DVD or put that out, you know, for release next year. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite movies of that year, and I still consider this an amazing movie that is timeless, and they should remake it, and they should do it with modern CGI. It's such a great story. Is Contact with Jodie Foster? Oh yeah. She. I don't remember how, 
but they somehow come across plans to make like aliens send us a, a plans to make a device so that we can communicate with them. Like, yeah. I don't remember how they do it though. I think it's through sat. They just start getting stuff through satellites. They just start getting some type of noise with their satellites from out in the radiation of space. And and it's it's if they take these noises and they took they take it's like a sine wave if they make it three D. It's a plan. It's plans to create a machine. Yeah. So they make the machine. Jodie Foster goes into it. I'm going to ruin the movie for you right now. That's why they need to do a remake because it's a great story. And she goes through the machine and to us, she just goes in and comes right back out. And they're like, well, that didn't do nothing. And she's like, buddy, buddy, I was in there for a long time. And they're like, what? And I won't ruin it for you, but she is, while she's in this machine, she comes and con- makes contact. It's a beautiful story. It could be interpreted different ways and it could be yeah. really, really, really creative. But yeah, they need to redo that. Great, great movie. Now, Scream was already a thing. Scream 2 came out this year. But I got to say, the first I Know What You Did Last Summer is a cult classic in its own. It's it's another whodunit, like who's the killer kind of thing. And it was like a con, it was a contest between who do you like, Sarah Michelle Geller or Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, what are you waiting for, huh? Well, that's tough. That's like, what do you, <laughs> I can't choose now. <laughs> been how many years we've been sitting here having this debate? Yeah, and it's still unwinnable. Yeah. I gotta say, Jennifer Love Hewitt definitely looked weird when she got older. Like she was really hot back then, but she's kind of oh no, she's still smoking. She's smoking, but her face she had a lot of surgeries and shit done. Sarah still looks good. She still uh, I don't think she's got a lot of surgeries done. Like her no? face looks her face looks fine. I'm not. I'm I, not I, I think Jennifer Love Hewitt looks very different now than she used to. But I, I Sarah doesn't, and I know Sarah still does a lot of work. Like good stuff. Like I, I'm like, oh look, there she is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Jennifer Love Hewitt anything. Have about. you ever seen the movie The Game with Michael Douglas? I think I have. I it's like it, it, it was kind of. Uh, he ends up like losing everything in his life, and it turns out to all be part of a game for his birthday. But like at first, he's like, no, this is a game. This is a game. This is a game. My my brother put you up to this. My brother. Yeah. And everybody's like, no, no, no. And his life gets shit on. You know, uh, the person that he's with essentially. Oh, uh, I see. I see it. I, I remember this. The person essentially gets killed and he gets framed for it. And and like it just looks the worst for him. But it was such a good movie. I got to call this the year of Matt Damon because he put out The Rainmaker, which was based on a John Grisham novel. And he also put out Goodwill Hunting, which him. And oh, Ben Affleck wrote, directed, and starred in, and they were blown away when Robin Williams accepted the role. They were like, what? The Robin Williams is going to be in our shitty little movie? And then Robin gave an amazing performance. Not a lot of people know that the last scene when he says, that son of a bitch used my line, yeah. that was completely improvised. They yeah. were literally looking just to get a shot of him closing the door, and he made that line. And that, a lot of people say that made the movie. So further attestation to Robin's genius. And yeah, uh, yeah huge. Uh, cult favorite Event Horizon. Sci-fi horror. They don't hear you scream in space. Yeah. Teaching you Latin. Liberate tu teme exiferis means save yourself from hell. It was a good movie, but it's because the Fifth Element dropped that year. I think a lot of people, when it comes to sci-fi shit, were just folk. That was so big for everybody. The, well, it depends. If you're going for action, if you're going for action, you go Fifth Element. If you're yeah. going for horror, you're going Event Horizon. Good call. Good call. I did uh, Fifth Element. Big for me though. Amelia uh, Jovenik's first movie. For those that don't know, the re- she went on to become the Resident Evil girl and do a lot of other great yeah. shit. Uh, Beverly Hills Ninja. Huge, Beverly Hills Ninja. Huge I was going to mention. I've yeah. come to the hills what a of Beverly disguised as a pimp. For you, Allison. <laughs> Allison Jones. Too good, man. Too good. Uh, Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery. Huge. Devil's Advocate. Oh, yeah. Which was a classic. Uh, yeah. What's of name? course, 
Good Burger. Welcome to Good oh, Burger, good, home good of the bur Good Burger. I saw Man, that. Take your order. In theaters. I remember going to see that with my grandpa and them being like, this isn't appropriate for kids. Like, they bitched at him. And he's like, what, like the news every day? And he just like scowled and took me by the hand and walked past the cashier. <laughs> I'll never forget that. My my stepdad, stepdad's dad. And, and then we went and watched it. And then halfway through the movie, when the, the shit going down, he's like, he's laughing in his chair. And he's like, I shouldn't have brought you to this. <laughs> he said it right <laughs> like that to me. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought you to this. Don't tell your mother. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, no problem, Gramps. Uh, we got Face Off. John Travolta. Nicholas I love this Rick and Morty episode when they're like, "Can you do a face off?" But 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 for this or for that is so fucking funny. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Starship Troopers, classic, was, uh, huge. There was so many good ones. Anaconda, it's kind of like a B list fucking horror movie, but it came out that year. It was so good. <laughs> I love Anaconda. Face Off was really good. Um, uh, Chasing Amy, the start of uh, Kevin Smith's fucking amazing, career. amazing, amazing yep. movie. Anastasia wasn't a Disney movie, but it was like what uh, I think it was like 20th Century or somebody was like, "Here, we can do cartoons too and fight with Disney." Amazing movie. I love Don Anastasia. Donnie Brasco, you got you got Johnny Depp uh, undercover as an oh, FBI fuck agent me. going into the mob, actually having to saw guys leg off. There's two mo iconic movies I can't believe I, I've missed: Liar, Liar, which no, yeah. and Con Air. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, Nicholas Cage. The virus. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, uh, nothing to lose with Tim Robbins and Mark Lawrence was also great. Flubber, another Robin Williams classic. That came, I didn't know that came out the same year. <laughs> Man, he did a lot that year. Jeez, GI Jane was huge that year. I remember that was a big deal because she did striptease the year before uh, yeah. Demi Moore, and everybody saw that. And then she did this right after, so she went from playing like a hot stripper to being like a GI Jane. It was dope. So a couple friends stars also made movies this year. Um, which yeah, they I, were letting them do that back then. Yeah, so uh, Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, starring um, what's her name? Oh, the girl who played is Phoebe. What is her name? I can't think. Phoebe. <laughs> and then you have is that, uh, is that the blonde one who plays Steve Carell's wife, who's in prison in Space Force? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Kutrick. Lisa Kudrow. Kutrick. Kudrow. Yeah. Kudrow. Lisa. And then uh, you got Fools Russian with Salma Hayek and Matthew Perry. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now Matthew Perry. Uh, two days ago, it was announced that he passed away after uh, suffering cardiac arrest in the bathtub, and he essentially in drowned. It was a jacuzzi. Yeah, day, jacuzzi. Yeah. There's a way to go. Anyways, I wonder why all these people are getting cardiac arrest randomly for no reason. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. No comments, right? <laughs> Telling you, man, all the celebrities were the first ones to get pumped full of like the first version of all this vaccine. Oh, one of the best movies, one of my favorites to this day, Anthony Hopkins, Alec Baldwin, The Edge. Oh, oh yeah! Oh my God! Classic. Yeah. We should rip through some games if we've gotten through yes, most we of the should. movies, and then I will quickly talk about. I, I got to tell a quick story about what was going on with me in 1997. Okay. Uh, that was the last year I was a um, uh, a single kid. My, I'll never forget. In February, my mom was like, "We're gonna make a baby," and she gave me a dollar to go away. I'd come home from school and my stepdad worked from three in the morning till three in the afternoon. He was doing 12 hour shifts for GM driving truck. So he'd come home at three in the afternoon and have to go back at night that night at three. So he would usually stay up until like 6 p.m., seven, and then he'd be in bed to get up to go in. So we didn't see him very much when he was, you know, he was basically up for an hour and then passed out. So she'd give me a dollar so I would go into the spare room and watch TV loudly. 
so that they could go <laughs> do what they had to do. And then she did the thing. She'd they'd be done right, and then I'd be, I'd, I'd come out of the room and she'd be laying on the couch doing the thing where you like lay with your bum up or whatever, you know, doing the ba- in the baby poses. I'm like, mom, what are you doing? She's like making your sister. <laughs> it was fucking weird, bro. That yeah. is weird. This is my life, bro. <laughs> it was fucking weird. I'm like, okay. Anyways, my sister was born uh, December first, <laughs> so my mom got pregnant around February March. So I got she was like a summer pregnancy. So she was a how do I say a miserable bitch is the nicest way to put it i love yeah. my, i love my mom but she was miserable for that summer being all preggers and then she she put her out i'll never forget showing up to school my granddad was there and he's just like your mom's in the hospital and i'm like oh my god someone died and he's like no no, she's having the ba-. i was like oh yeah baby right i forgot <laughs> i was super excited to have a little sister my grandmother my stepdad's mom showed up at the hospital now this woman had a miscarriage she had a stillbirth where you have the kid and it's dead mm-hmm. um I believe after my d- stepfather. So she had my stepfather and then she had the stillbirth and she was walking around the hospital all zoned out talking to my sister and talking to her using the name of the dead kid. And they had to get hospital security to take her. She was like trying to leave the hospital with my new sister. It was yeah. fucking crazy. And then she tried to get the police after us and shit that cr- year around Christmas. Like that same. Yeah. We had, my mom had this fresh baby and we're fighting with the cops over them coming and taking the Christmas gifts my grandmother bought us back. Like she got my mom a vacuum, and then she called the police and said, this woman stole my vacuum. I'm not <laughs> making this up. These are fucking real stories, bud. It was a crazy year. I, like, it was weird because this is the point in my life where I've got a mom and a dad. Like My real dad has fucked off at this point, or he's about to fuck off. Like Everything's in a real tumultuous, you know what I mean? But I feel normal. I feel like I finally have like we have a house. You know, I'm playing football. You know what I mean? Like We kind of feel like a normal nuclear family, and then all that happens with the grandma at the hospital trying to take my sister. I'm like, this... My family's fucked. Uh, there's <laughs> nothing normal about my life ever. Like that, you know what I mean? It was then that I started to realize, like, I'm not. This isn't normal. My upbringing, <laughs> my childhood, the way things are. Like, not every kid's grandmother's trying to steal their newborn sister at Christmas. This isn't normal. Like to me, it seemed normal, but I was starting to clue in that this was out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was so excited so, to have a sister too. It was so fun for me. I was. Uh, 97 i was uh into like finishing grade nine going into grade 10 and grade 10 is where a couple kids noticed that i'm i'm an outcast in class but i'm still i I still am pissing off the teacher by being late all the time (laughs) uh i had the most days off via attendance and and uh, I ended up uh, winning uh, a fake faulty uh, award for <laughs> for uh, most absences and all that. <laughs> and, uh, You're the most absences kid. I love that. So when they have that thing where it's like me in high school and it's an empty desk, that's yeah. yours. Yeah, they'll pass so, everything. So so these kids notice me, and and so they essentially start talking to me, and we hang out, and this is like me launching into punctum. And uh, what I didn't like about this is uh, I started hanging out with the the Oshawa punks, the the hardcore Oshawa punks underneath the Midtown Bridge. Right now, what sucked about this is the Midtown Oshawa punks would preach uh, unity. They they would scream unity. They'd go off to to local shows and and like sing unity and it, yeah. every, everything was unity, unity two tone everything, but. They didn't practice it. They were fucking bullies, and they picked on literally everybody. Anybody that wasn't one of the punks. Anybody that wasn't one of them. Not even just anybody that wasn't one of them. If you weren't part of the immediate crew, you were picked on. Uh Like It's like, oh, okay. So So you you were getting your first 
taste of hypocrisy. And, and you're like, oh, so people are garbage. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I did not know. Yeah, and this was also the year that I started drinking beer. Like, oh, your first beer. Yeah, I was like, wow, this doesn't taste good, but this is what all the cool kids are drinking. All right, I'm drinking it too. What I up? think, you know, I, although it's a different year, I was 15 as well. I believe I was 14 or whatever, and I got dropped off at a house party. I was yeah. like, my mom I really want to go to this house party. I wasn't planning on drinking. I just wanted to see my friends and try and play because there was a band. And I remember getting dropped off and walking in, and my buddy goes, Alex, you're like, you're here? Like, what? Because yeah. <laughs> I was like the musician kid that just went home. I'm like, yeah. And he hands me one of these, an actual Coors Light, like we're drinking today. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I took a sip and was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right? Like, I couldn't do it. So. Oh, it, for me, it was Canadian, and I still don't like Canadian to this day. So even if I had started off with something better, would have been great. Let's just knock off some games that were big just, important to just, it. Just uh, just a sec, though. Oh, okay. One one funny part of this story was hanging out underneath this bridge. My first night hanging out under this bridge, there was a, a girl there who was uh, dating uh, one of the one of the punks there. And I guess she thought I was cute. So she came over and tanked out of her tree. I was all like, I really think you're cute. Do you want to make out? And uh, and like I have a, a one of, like one of the guys I went to school with was like tapping me on the shoulder like she's dating Pike. Don't she's dating Pike. Don't, don't do don't, this. Don't do it. I was like, okay. So I was like, oh well, I can't because you're dating somebody. She's like, why? Because you think I'm fucking ugly. I was like, no, because you're dating somebody and I don't do that. She dumped her beer on me and fucking shoved me and I was like. Why would you cover me in beer? And this is why you don't deal with Oshawa girls under bridges. Yeah. Really. And uh, so all I did was uh, run across the street to a coffee time there. And like I, I, I soaked my shirt in the sink trying to wring, wring out the out. beer. And then, uh, and then my mom was actually coming over to, to pick me up from Blockbuster. And uh, my stepbrother was dating this. We're dating ourselves so hard right now. My my stepbrother was dating this girl named uh, Danny at the time. And Danny was amazing. So... Uh, my mom, I, I, I get watch listening to everything you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I just saw as you're so, talking, it just kept building paragraphs. I'm like, it's listening. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I get in the car, my mom's like, what's that smell? And I was like, oh, I fell in the Creek. My mom didn't pay attention to the fact that my pants were dry, but, uh, I'm like, I fell in the Creek. Sorry. And Danny, thank God had my back was like, yeah, I was going to say you smell like a Creek or something like, oh, he had your bags. Like, yeah, that's a Creek smell. That's definitely not the not the smell of beer because you were drinking underage. Ah, no, you know what? Good <laughs> yeah. stepdads, thank God for that. You know them not fucking baiting us out like that, right? Yeah. Um, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, we, we're gonna talk more. We're gonna talk a lot about that group because for the next three years, you kind of oh, that yeah. was part yeah. of your life. So we're gonna talk about the evolution. So now you're just hanging out, and these are your first experiences. So already in the back of your head, you're like. Maybe this this oh, okay I'll hang out but these kids are yeah you, these kids are fucked you're coming along with me on a journey to to find out why I prefer being solo <laughs> well just being yeah just kind of being on a, on our own and just being creative you know staying yeah. at home and just being a little creative force ourselves and how that's a lot more satisfying sometimes than going out and dealing with all these people. Yeah. Video games that were here massive that year. What was the, probably the biggest game for you that year? Because this was the year I got a PlayStation, so it was big for me. The biggest game for me, okay, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Top, GTA 1 was, came out, but I did not play it. Was the top view down. I remember renting amazing. GTA, and because it was top view down, I got frustrated, and I didn't play it for <laughs> long. I didn't play it much, but I definitely did play it. I, but that was a rental. This was back when I was like renting everything. Yeah. For me, uh, Final Fantasy 7 on the PSX was massive. It came out. It was I got a... I, I ended up getting uh, Goldeneye at Christmas. So I was going to say, this was also the year that I think all the kids were like, 
it, you know, do I, I need to get three of my boys over and we got a golden eye up. Now, I had a screen that was probably 18 inches, an 18 inch screen. Yeah. And I'm splitting it into four yeah, squares. Prob- probably. How yeah. Cl- yeah, but do you remember f- having four guys in your room? Like, you could have kissed each other. You leaned in so close to the TV so you could see what you were doing to, to play that game on a little fucking CRT. Yeah. 18 inch. Like, I just, I don't, I, I don't think people these days are, that's an experience. That is just something that's just there. It's never going anywhere. We all did it. Something that a lot of people aren't also... If aren't, it wasn't for that game, it was for Mario Kart 60. Something that uh, a lot of people today aren't going to experience is if you had something that was touching the analog of any of any controller that you had and then powered on your system, it would... You're, you, it wouldn't stop spinning. It was like a constant drift. Yeah, it so, needed the controller to be in a dormant mode in order to turn on. Otherwise, if you even held, I think if you held down the the back button too, that what was it called, the Z button or something, yeah. and turned it on, then that button would be actuated the whole time too. Yeah. It was a lot, yeah, interesting little sixty uh, four uh, bit glitches. Um, oh, Turok Dinosaur Hunter, t- that was amazing. Gran Turismo, the first one came out. Yeah. As a car, I wasn't a car guy at the time, and they've made a movie now about the guys that played the game and went on to win those championships and end up becoming <laughs> drivers. Um, and Tomb Raider 2, the second one. So the first one came out, and it, it blew everyone away, but the second one was the iconic one that had the best story, and they kind of perfected things a little bit. Uh, Postal was just the 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 best, most nonsensical, but yet realistic game. Like it's the one where you have to wait in line at the DMV and then the line beside you gets shorter. So then you go to that line and then the line you were in gets shorter. And like, it's just one of the, the best. I remember this game cause it was really bad. And it was the first time I played a bad Mortal Kombat game. Mortal Kombat Bat Mythologies sub Oh yeah, this what weird a fucking, fucking shit game. It was shit. But it was everyone wanted it. It was like the new Mortal They got a 64-bit Mortal Kombat. Like they do. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone But it was it. the story of Sub-Zero. It was bad. And yeah. it was the gameplay was impossible. You couldn't fucking win. I couldn't win. I could never fucking <laughs> win. I hated that game, but I played it a lot. Um, Mega Man X4 came out. It was for the PlayStation. It, was, yeah. it had cutscenes, and it was like the next evolution in Mega Man. There was uh, Carmageddon, car fighting That was with a zombies. big one. Uh, Diddy Kong Racing, so the Donkey Kong franchise jumped on the racing. The Independence Day game oh, yeah. fucking blew. Uh, I, re- I remember flying that ship and shooting at the center thingy, it, and it was just like a stick of black pixels on the screen of your <laughs> ship. It was so small. It was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And yeah, I hated that game. It was fucking horrible. There, a lot of shit games this year. Uh, um, some good ones, though. Some good ones. Kirby's uh, Dream Island was really good. I actually really enjoyed X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. I agree. that I played it a little bit. Uh, Shadows of the Empire came out somewhere around here too i think it might have been the year before the year after that was a big one wcw versus nwo world tour every kid was like that was the only that was why i started watching wcw nwo was because of the game and i was like i don't know any of these characters i guess i'll watch it because i was a wwe kid i was all about stone cold and well maybe he wasn't out yet in 97 maybe he was still developing but like i was about dx was definitely around dx was a thing you know i think it was just uh sean x Pac and Trip, no, Sean Triple H in China. It was just the three of them now. They hadn't yeah. brought X-Pac or any of them yet. But yeah, I remember it was beginning of that. Road Dog, Jesse James, and all them were in it still. They were all just starting out. Uh, the Legion of Doom with their spiky things. I remember that was this 97. That was good stuff. And yeah, so that, I was into the WWE with all them, but then this WCW versus NWO, I was like, 
I don't know any of these characters. This game is killer, and all my friends love it, so that's why I started watching yeah. Ted, Ted Turner's bullshit. The reason I didn't want to watch WCW is because it was owned by Ted Turner, and I knew then he was an evil, corrupt piece of shit, and hated him, even as a 10-year-old. I wasn't, I'm wasn't. i telling you, I was 10 years old, and I already had opinions. I was like, I'm not sure about WCW because it's Ted Turner's, and I fucking yeah. hate it. Comcast Cable, suck my cock. Like, I, I was already <laughs> mad about shit at 10. It's actually weird to even talk about this because, yeah, I was 10, and I was already like, fuck Ted Turner. That's weird. That's yeah. not normal. Yeah. Well, 36, nothing's changed. Yeah. Uh, Worms too. So Worms was good, but Worms Armageddon was a thousand times better. It's like that first little game when you're like, oh, it's cute little worms that are blowing the shit out of each other. And then you add more weapons. You add a sheep. You add a banana bomb. You add the holy grenade. It was just phenomenal. Uh, Ultima Online was starting out with the massive, the, the MMOs, the massive multiplayer online game. Yeah, Fallout also came out the first one that year, so it was the beginning of what would become the biggest franchise. Was Bethesda still a thing? Was Bethesda the yeah. one to put that out? So they started. No, 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 no. Uh, or did they buy Fallout? It was, yeah, Fallout wasn't Bethesda. They bought it. Okay, I just, yeah. j- just curious. Um, also, Crash Bandicoot 2. Now, the first one was big, but the second one was uh, Cortex Strikes Back was amazing. It was it solidified Crash as basically Sony's version of Sonic and Mario because it was so good. Because in order to be on the Sonic Mario platform or be on that Sonic Mario level, like you have to be, it has to be iconic, and the game has to be that good that it's like everyone that had a PlayStation had a Crash Bandicoot. It had to be like that, and it was. My boy, Parappa the Rapper! This game was huge it was the, that game if that game hadn't come out you wouldn't have guitar here you wouldn't have dj here I, you wouldn't have none of that shit i'm i gotta buy it on tuesday uh, i saw that it was available for for 20 bucks remastered so it actually is like yeah. full animation yep. i just love the game so much it made me laugh because you just picture somebody rapping tripping over their words and it fucks up everything i think of it and the beat just goes, and you're like, wait a second. And then you hit the buttons right, and then, <laughs> okay, here you go. Very clever. But it's like just a weird scenario. You're in the kitchen chopping up veggies, and you got Mr. Onion Head behind you. <laughs> it was, that was, um, at the, yeah, this was this was a time when you really got to be creative with games. You know, they, if they, that was, that's a crazy idea. You look back at that, and you're like, who came up with this shit? Yeah. It was, I love that. Uh, you know, the, there was still, even though it felt like at that point everything was all, sequels right everything's just more more mortal Kombat, more mario more donkey kong there wasn't anything original more mega man you know more 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 of stuff there's more metroid more final fantasy stuff that was already established in the 80s and early 90s so that's one of the few things that like started like so that's why i was saying gran turismo uh parappa the rapper um grand theft auto these all started in the 90s and they be they were the next generation of games these would become their their sequels would become the marios the sonics the uh, mortal kombats the donkey kongs the tekkens the virtual fighters the street fighters of the next generation of the 2000s and it was cool so yeah Uh, two two other games first off mario 64 obviously was the the successor before didn't it 96 it was the night we talked about that last time last week Mario 64. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, we got the yeah, strategy right, guide yeah. so yeah. we could find the stars. Yeah. And then uh, a computer game called Redneck Rampage, which basically took the first person uh, shooter perspective of Doom and just added a whole bunch of redneck nice. shit to it. It was it was hilarious. Other than that, uh, that is our time. That is episode 97 in the bank. Part two taken care of we hope you guys had a good halloween and i hope that uh, you guys were all safe and you dressed up and uh that you didn't get any poop in your case <laughs> i was gonna say watch out for shit yeah, watch out for true watch out for on duty your, on your snicker bar <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
I want to thank everybody for tuning into the Shot Pod. As always, you can find us at www.theshotpod.com. Remember the zero and shot. We're on Amazon Music. Um, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and that's it for pod for for that. And then YouTube, iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio is the other one. And uh, as of right now, recording this today. Episode 47, our ha- the first Halloween one, or the succession of episode 46 is on YouTube. We're going to put that up to stay relevant. Have a good one.